This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. A lot happened in Washington since this time yesterday. Nancy Pelosi and Steven Mnuchin made a deal on the stopgap funding bill to keep the government operating past the election to December 11th. The House already passed it, 359 to 57. The money for ag got put back in with some caveats. The CCC receives $21 billion in new spending authority. Ag Secretary Perdue said that the CCC was down to $2 billion and would not have had enough to make October farm program payments without new money. Others said that was not true and they could pull money from other programs. The CCC also had regular functions to perform, such as loans on sealed grain. There are farm bill program payments to make next month on top of the new CFAP 2 aid. The Democrats did not like this slush fund concept for the CCC. They call it a political slush fund and seek to gain more control over what it gets spent for. That is pretty much how Trump has used it. It is the funding source for where most ACH subsidy payments originated from. Government money was 36% of farm income this year. The CCC was $30 billion in spending authority available that they did not have to specifically ask Congress for. We will next have to see how this impacts the COVID aid stimulus tranche, which also had an ag spending component. That may not happen pre-election. There were funds for ethanol plants and the hog industry reimbursement for the cost of euthanasia in it. Here's some good news. First, the White House reportedly dropped the plan that it was working on to reimburse the refineries who had SREs rejected $300 million. That closes the back door after they close the front door. So the benefit of the SRE rejections do not get away. The insult to injury was that the White House was looking to get the funds for refinery reimbursement from the USDA CCC. He was going to dip into the slush fund again. The Democrats block use of funds from the CCC for this purpose, and so they are taking credit for killing the refinery compensation. Pelosi shut it off in the stopgap funding. Giving refineries money from the CCC went over like a lump of coal in the farm sector. Even Sunny Purdue says the refinery compensation would not qualify under statute for something that the CCC could fund. The bottom line is that the refineries will not get money from the CCC to buy RINs with. That doesn't mean, however, that Donald J. Trump will not try to find another source for them. Nancy Pelosi pulling the egg funding from the stopgap spending bill before putting it back in caused quite an uproar. It ended up being a negotiating tactic to get another $8 billion in nutrition assistance. This is all very short term, and they'll have another fight over all of this again in early December. They were making deals in Washington this week. The U.S. is expanding the Brazilian import sugar quota, 80,000 metric tons in exchange for Brazil extending their tariff-free ethanol quota for three months. Most Brazilian ethanol is made from sugar, and they would rather export their sugar to us and import U.S. ethanol into northern ports in Brazil. They are producing more corn feedstock ethanol in the Mato Grosso, so they have to import less into the center of the country. Logistics is impacting where and how ethanol is made. Demand was down 16% last year in Brazil because of the pandemic. On the cattle, October lab cattle continued to hold the premium over last week's cash trade. Again, we would be better off if live cattle futures were trading discount to cash and the feedlots were not bullish. The only way out of the front end supply is to sell it and let the packers own it. 
When feedlots own cattle, the market struggles. And when packers own cattle, they tend to get more valuable. CME group economists think cattle on feed 150 days and longer were still up over 21% on September 1st. My impression is that packers did just the minimum amount to move feedlots toward currency and marketings this month. October feeder cattle have been leading the seasonal decline, but have held up by the cash index. There's nothing in the forecast that suggests any relief in the drought conditions making life hard for cattle on grass. 41% of the nation's range and pasture condition is rated poor to very poor. California is a disaster with 55% rated poor to very poor. 84% of Oregon is rated poor to very poor. 71% of Wyoming and 59% of Montana is rated poor to very poor. Only 3% of range conditions is excellent nationwide. Missouri is the biggest cow state with 54% rated good to excellent. The average trade guess is that placements will be up 105.9% in Friday's cattle on feed report. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.